The All Things Gators Podcast with your host, Kai Chahan. Hey everybody, welcome back to the next edition of the All Things Gators Podcast. My name is Kai Chahan, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, my expectations for what the depth chart will look like for the 2019-2020 football season. Now remember, before we start this podcast, you can find All Things Gators on Instagram uh, with the title, with the tag, at all underscore things underscore gators. I would really appreciate it if you could go ahead and drop a follow. And, you know, we're getting pretty close to a 1,000 followers, so that would be much appreciated. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, We'll go ahead and start on the offensive side of the ball, and we'll start with quarterback. Obviously, QB1 has got to be Felipe Franks. I don't see Emery or Kyle Trask giving him a run this year for uh, starting quarterback. Obviously, I think we'll see Emery Jones have a larger role in the offense this year. But that would only be him coming in for, say, four plays in a row and maybe once or twice a game. And so I think that would be a good way to start him off this year and preparing him for next year when he'll possibly be the starter if Felipe is to, say, go to the NFL draft. So that'll give him some good experience for next year to play in, say, eight to ten snaps a game. And then Kyle Trask. While I appreciate him for not transferring after three years of being a backup quarterback, I think it's in his best interest to transfer out while uh, after this year so that way he can become a graduate transfer and play at a not even necessarily a lower-level school, but a school where he would play immediately. And I think that would be in his best interest because I don't know if he will, would start next year but hey, maybe he likes being a backup quarterback, and if so, good for him. And I mean, I love it that he's stayed so committed to playing for this team after everything that's happened throughout the past few years in Florida football. So moving on, we're going to go ahead to our running backs. This one, also pretty obvious who running back number one is, Michael Piron. Uh, You know, I think he honestly towards the end of last year was probably the number one running back, even over Jordan Scarlett. But with Jordan Scarlett leaving, we obviously Michael P. Ryan's going to take over the majority of the carries in the offense. And that's why I think he's going to be the number one uh, running back. However, the two running backs behind him, Damian Pierce and Malik Davis are also going to get quite a few carries. So my running back number two has to be Malik Davis just because of the fact that he has more experience. And I think that he's more of like a shifty runner while Damian Pierce is more of like a bowling ball, like run you over type of guy. But nevertheless, both great running backs. However, I have Malik Davis as uh, the number two running back and Damian Pierce as the number three running back. Uh, and you know, I'm not going to go into number four or five because I know you have like Iverson, Clement, and Naquan Wright, a few others, but I kind of just want to focus on the top three players, and that'll be the case for a few other positions, except when we get into wide receiver right now. I'm just going to go ahead and mention all of them because this is a really stacked wide receiver class. 
So wide receiver X or the wide receiver on the right side, that in my opinion is going to be Van Jefferson. And I don't think there's much to debate there. He's uh, had obviously a great year last year and I think could be a starter. On the opposite side of the field, on the uh, on the wide receiver Y position, I believe that's going to be Trayvon Grimes. Now, there is a little bit to debate here between him and Tyree Cleveland. Just because Trayvon Grimes would be the starter does not mean that Tyree Cleveland is going to get barely any touches. Tyree Cleveland is a great wide receiver, and I believe that he's going to get uh, just as many opportunities and reps and snaps as Trayvon Grimes gets. But just because I think Trayvon is a little better um, in terms of route running and um, speed and agility, well, maybe not speed, but definitely agility, I think I'd give Trayvon Grimes that uh, wide receiver Y spot on the left side of the field. Uh, for our slot wide receiver, there's really three people who come to mind. You got Freddie Swain, Josh Hammond, and Kadarius Tony. So... I'll give you my case for each one of them, why they could be the first one. Josh Hammond, one of the most reliable uh, receivers in the country, not just the SEC, the country. He had zero drops last year. For that reason, I think he has a pretty good case for being the number one uh, slot wide receiver. Also, you have Freddie Swain, who's also a great wide receiver. Um, You know, he had quite a few touchdowns last year. The number isn't coming to me right now, but just once again a reliable receiver and um yeah i think you could see him or josh hammond being the uh number one slot receiver but also we can't forget about my man Kadarius tony uh obviously um one of the most shiftiest athletic players on this roster and we all want him to touch the ball at least 10 times a game uh so just for the excitement factor, I think a bunch of people would want him to start. But in my opinion, the best player for the number one spot would be Josh Hammond. The second uh, player uh, behind him would probably be Freddie Swain. And then Kadarius Tony, I wouldn't necessarily put him in the third slot because I think he would be the backup for a bunch, for even the. Uh, wide receiver Y position on the left side of the field. But even though he is the uh, probably number two, number three string, third string in the uh, wide receiver uh, Z position or the slot wide receiver, uh, he's still going to get plenty of touches. Don't worry. He's going to see the ball a bunch. Uh, So don't worry about that. He's still going to touch the ball a lot. So now let's move to the offensive line. Um, for a lot a lot of people, this is the biggest area of concern on this 2019-2020 roster. So I will go ahead and start with the left tackle. So this one, I think you have to go with Stone Forsyth. He's a redshirt junior. He has uh, the experience of being on campus and being in the system for two years. And for that reason, I think he would be the first string behind him. In my opinion, it would have to be TJ Moore. Uh, redshirt sophomore, but uh, I think Stone Forsyth has more starts than TJ Moore and just has more experience. And from what you hear from the practices, Stone is doing a really great job, and uh, I think it will be an excellent uh, left tackle and will do better than most people expect him to. Left guard, I don't think 
as much of a debate, but I have Brett Hege at the left guard position. Redshirt junior, he's been plagued with injuries his whole career, and I think this is the year that we really see him break out. Uh, in practice, he's saying that he's healthy, going 100%, so that's good news. So, yeah, I think he will have a great season this year, and I believe his backup will be Christopher Bleich, also a great player, uh, only a redshirt freshman, but, you know, he's, uh, gr- from what you hear from Coach Hevesy, he's a really great offensive lineman, physical up front in the trenches, you know, I think he is a great backup for Brett Hege and will get plenty of reps this season. Uh, center, I think this is the most obvious, Nick Buchanan. He was the starter last year and one of the only uh, and the only starter on the offensive line to return this year. So, yeah, I think that goes without saying that Nick Buchanan will be the starting offensive uh, or the center. Uh, behind him would have to be Griffin McDowell. He is the red. He's a redshirt freshman, but um, yeah, I honestly think Nick Buchanan is gonna have a pretty heavy workload this year because uh, he's most experienced, and you know Griffin McDowell. We haven't really seen that much out of him, so I don't, I don't know what exactly to think of that. But I guess uh, time will tell. Uh, but on the right guard, I think it's between Christopher Bleich and uh, Noah Banks. It's probably going to end up being Bleich on the uh, right guard, and he might be switching between left and right guard because I know we mentioned him a couple minutes ago for the backup left guard position behind Brett Hege. But, um, yeah, Noah Banks, if you didn't know, he had an epileptic event uh, during – December, I believe, of 2018, and, um, you know, it wasn't exactly clear that he would ever be able to play football again, but as uh, fall camp started a couple weeks ago, he was out there and practicing in full pads and going full speed, and so it looks like he's good to go. However, I think, uh, excuse me, I think Bleich will be the starter at the right guard position and Banks will be behind him if he's cleared to play. And then at the right tackle position, uh, excuse me, <laughs> at the right tackle position, I think it's going to be Gene DeLant. Um, this is a redshirt junior, but we haven't heard a whole lot about him. He um, had a great spring according to Hevesy and Dan Mullen. So I think this is going to be a great opportunity for him um, to, play this year and he in my opinion from what we saw in the spring I think he's gonna have just uh just he's gonna do just fine and I don't think there's much to worry about and then behind him his second stringer I have Richard Garage it's possible that he actually might play uh first string right tackle or some other position on the offensive line as in my opinion he's pretty athletic and uh versatile but uh, for right now, I think he's the backup as he is a redshirt freshman and maybe not have as much experience as some of these other guys. However, he was the number one overall offensive lineman um, from this class, uh, the 2017-18 class. So, 
we could see him getting a significant amount of snaps. So that's something to look out for. And then finally on the um, offense, we have their tight end position. Uh, so, you know, with Siante Lewis and Moral Stevens leaving last year, some great tight ends for the University of Florida left a little bit of a gap. But uh, in my opinion, the uh, starter is going to be Kyle Pitts. Even though we might say he's not a true tight end, I think he's a really versatile athlete. Uh, he can even play wide receiver if you need him to. But I think he's going to be getting the majority of the reps at the tight end position. Behind him, you have Kamori Gamble and Lucas Kroll. And then even behind that, you have Dante Lang and a couple other guys. Um, but I think the guys who are going to get the majority of the snaps are uh, Pitts, Gamble, and Kroll. Uh, I think Eve, I think Kroll would be the second stringer and Gamble being third stringer. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll see Pitts getting the majority of the snaps at the tight end position. So let's go ahead and move it on to the defensive side of the ball. We'll go ahead and start on the defensive line. At defensive end, I think you have a few options uh, for who can be um, who can be a starter on both sides of the ball. You have Jabari Zuniga, obviously, on one side, uh, nominated for many defensive awards this year. Not just SEC, but nationally. And then on the other side, you could go with Zachary Carter or uh, Andrew Chatfield. But I think Zachary Carter, after the performance we've seen from him in the spring and also in fall camp, he would uh, be on the other side of the ball, also being a defensive end. And then Andrew Chatfield backing those guys up. At the nose tackle position or inside defensive lineman, uh, defensive tackle, you have uh, a few names, Kyrie Campbell, Elijah, Elijah Conliffe, Dap Schuler, Terrell Slayton, and Marlon Dunlap. So the two starters, I think, will be um, Adam Schuler and Kyrie Campbell, just because of, obviously, the experience that uh, Schuler has and just because of the uh, what we've seen of from Kyrie Campbell, especially late last year. And then behind those guys, TJ Slayton, Tadaro Slayton, whatever you want to call him, and Elijah Conlift. And then I think the third stringer in that group would be Marlon Dunlap. Uh, moving on to the buck position or a linebacker, a buck linebacker, kind of interchangeable. I think you see Jonathan Greenard at, the, uh, at that position at the first stringer. And behind him, uh, Jeremiah Moon. So Moon is only a junior, but I think he has great upside, great talent. And when uh, Grenard uh, finishes his career after this year at the University of Florida, I believe Moon will be uh, the obvious starter. But for right now, he is the second stringer behind Grenard. All right, moving on to the star position. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about who's going to play this position but in my opinion, it's going to be Trey Dean. Uh, it just seems like he has the perfect fit, the perfect build for that position, and um, it might uh, might be his natural position. We'll just see how it works out. And then behind him, in my opinion, is going to be Amari Bernie. We saw a lot from him in the Peach Bowl, and he's gotten really high praise through the spring and into fall. So you know, I think we'll end up seeing uh, both of them 
get pretty significant amount of reps. Um, but in my opinion, Trey Dean is going to be the um, the uh, number one player for Stringer at the star position. For middle linebackers, uh, you have uh, as the first Stringer, obviously, I think David Reese. He's the quarterback of the defense. He's a great leader. He was last year, and it's great that we got him for one more year. So, uh, excuse my uh, dogs barking in the background. Um, no, but yeah, I think we could even see Amari Bernie playing this position and the star position. So, uh, yeah, I think your two middle linebackers would be uh, David Reese and Amari Bernie. Uh, backing them up. I think you have James Houston and Ventrell Miller, and that's about as deep as it'll go, I think. You have four middle linebackers, and I think that's pretty good. Uh, you might even They might even just show one middle linebacker this year, but if they do two, the two starters would be David Reese and Amari Bernie. Uh, for cornerback, I think you got to go with C.J. Henderson on the left side. Or it doesn't even matter, but C.J. Henderson on one side. And then uh, Marco Henderson, or what am I saying? Marco Wilson on the other side. That's, in my opinion, one of the better cornerback uh, duos in the country. And I think this is going to be um, one of the best cornerback units in the nation this year. So a lot to look forward uh, to there. Uh, but backing them up. I think we'll see uh, C.J. McWill or Christopher uh, McWilliams, C.J. McWilliams, and um, Kyer Elam, and uh, a few of the freshmen who came in this year. But right now, it's pretty clear that the first stringers would be C.J. Henderson, as well as um, Marco Wilson. Uh, at strong safety, I think it's going to be Brad Stewart. Uh, although you could make a argument for John Huggins, uh, however, I think there, there's been some rumors going around that John Huggins might be suspended because uh, some issues off the field, and he was—I know he's late. To, he was um, not at fall pra- practice, so we'll see how that turns out, but. Uh, I think the clear, strong safety uh, first stringer right now would be Brad Stewart. Free safety would probably end up being Juwan Taylor, um, senior. Uh, he has great experience. And then behind um, uh, Juwan Taylor would be Donovan Steiner. And you could even switch those two around. I think Donovan Steyer, Steiner is a great player. We could see him getting... Uh, for string reps as well. But right now, I think it's Jordan Taylor. And then backing them up is Sean Davis. Um, however, I forgot to mention for the cornerbacks, I don't know how I could forget, but Trey Dean, while he's also playing star, I think we could see him back there at the cornerback position, but also as a, like as a second stringer. But we can also see him playing safety because I know he played that position in high school. And that's why he was recruited to the University of Florida was to play safety, but ended up playing cornerback last year after Wilson went down. So, yeah, I think Trey Dean will also uh, will play a bit of safety and cornerback as well as uh, the star position. And uh, that's about it on the defensive side. 
Uh, we'll just quickly go uh, to the special teams and punter. I think it's pretty obvious. We got one of the best punters in the country, uh, my boy Tommy Townsend. Uh, you know, <laughs> I wish they had. An, I wish uh, he had another brother because I know we had we had Johnny Townsend a couple years ago, and now Tommy Townsend, uh, redshirt junior. After this, it's going to be no more Townsends. So, uh, yeah. Uh, end of a legacy at UF, but, uh, yeah, uh, that obviously he's the first string stringer. If somehow he gets injured, you got Jacob Finn behind him to be the backup punter. And then for place kicker, pretty obvious, but Evan McPherson is going to go ahead and be the kicker there. I don't think that there's even a doubt and there's really nobody on the roster to back him up. So, Something bad happens. Uh, we're gonna have a uh, <laughs> repeat of 2015 where we have kicking tryouts or something like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, am I, I? You know, I'm not exactly sure. Long snapper, I could really be anybody. But the holder is gonna be Tommy Townsend. That's who it was last year. That's who it's gonna be again. Punt returner. I think we're gonna see Freddie Swain back there again. Although, in my opinion, even though he did have a return touchdown I don't think he's that electric you know he's not a player who like you you kick it back there and you're like oh boy he might uh, juke 15 defenders and you know get and get to the end zone but um he's definitely a safe bet to put back there he's not gonna muff it like uh, we saw Kadarius Tony do last year against Georgia or uh, Missouri rather and he might have done it against both. I can't remember. I know he definitely did it against Missouri. But it, it, while I think a bunch of Gator fans would want to see Kadarius Tony back there purely so that he could juke people out um, and just see that electricity from him, uh, I don't think we're going to see him back there. Another option to put on um, punt returns is Van Jefferson or even Jacob Copeland if he's completely healthy. And I forgot to mention, he's probably he's going to get definitely get a – a lot of reps at the uh, wide receiver position as probably a second or third stringer. So, um, yeah, we'll look out for him uh, for uh, that second, third stringer wide receiver position and even the uh, punt returning uh, position. And maybe even the kick returning position, which we'll move on to. That's probably going to either be Van Jefferson, Copeland, Frank, Freddie Swain, or Kadarius Toney. That, you got a lot of... Uh, you got a lot of options there, but I think it'll be Kadarius Tony. As uh, there's not as much room for error or pressure on kicker turners on or kickoffs, as you have time to collect the ball and take it upfield. I think Tony's problem is just catching the ball on the fly with punts, but I feel comfortable with him being the kick returner. So that's it, guys. That's uh, my depth chart uh, preview for the 2019-2020 season. Uh, we'll see how accurate it is. I think it's pretty spot on. We'll, um, if you go ahead and follow the uh, All Things Gators Instagram page, when the depth chart does come out a few days before Miami, I'll be comparing it to uh, what I uh, predicted, and we'll see how close that was. Uh, before we end it, uh, I would like to just say a quick shout out to Alex V Fish. You can find him on Instagram at Alex V Fish, or you can find him on YouTube at Alex V Fish. Doing some great stuff, 
does really great fishing tutorials. I uh, just thought I'd give him a quick shout out. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, there's probably going to be one or two more podcasts before the season starts. Probably a preview of Miami and a little preview of the season. But uh, for now, I'm Kai Chahan, and thank you for watching the All Things Gators podcast.